soul be in? The media team helps me. They think it's going to be let it be. So let it be. Praise God. God bless you, brothers. Have you ever been surprised by the presence of God? Have you ever seen videos where men and women who are enlisted in the army or in the defense force, all of a sudden shows up in their door, knocks at the door and the door opens and behold, the person that they felt was in the battlefield is standing right in front of their eyes. Can you imagine the joy that pops up? Can you imagine the thrill and the happiness that comes from such a sudden appearance of a loved one? Now, can you imagine if God were to appear before you or there is a manifestation of the presence of God or God sends one of his angels to you? Have you ever experienced the presence of God in your life? Have you ever experienced the presence of God in your life? Perhaps in the stillness of your quiet hour, perhaps meditating the word of God, perhaps in your prayer room, you experience the presence of God in a way that you have never ever experienced before. Praise God. Years ago, as I was in prayer, as I was pouring my heart before the Lord, the presence of God became manifested. Praise God. Not in a way that we would think it would. There was no lightning. There was no flashes. There was no thunder. There was no sound anywhere. It was a still, small voice of God. But without a shadow of doubt, the presence of God filled the room that I was in. And I started weeping and crying before the Lord as God's presence was manifested. God has a unique way of breaking into each and every one of our lives. Praise God. It might not happen in a way that we envision or imagine. But if we are open for it, God still wants to speak into our lives. It could be the moment that you are just lingering in his presence. We see in the life of Mary, all of a sudden, she was not in the temple. She was not praying like Zachariah. She was not in the Holy of Holies. Wherever she was, there was a sudden appearance of the angel of God sent by God with a word that was exclusively for her. Praise God. 
we might not have such dramatic experiences or encounters in our lives but this season as the world celebrates christmas i want to tell you god can talk into you speak into your life can drop a word into your spirit this morning If God drops a word into your spirit that is much much more precious and valuable than Santa dropping something in your stocking. Praise God. Mary was startled at the greetings that she heard. You know what she heard? what did the angel of the lord say greetings you who are highly favored of the lord praise god not just simply favored but highly favored of the lord the favor that comes from high is highly favored unlike the favor that we experience from people around us people might take you off their favored list they might take you off your favored status today you might be favored tomorrow you might not be favored but god when he puts you on his favored list that's highly favored because it's a favor that flows from the throne room of God and i want to assure you this morning if you're a child of God you are favored of God praise God you are the son and the daughter of the most high God praise God that's a favorable status to experience in our life praise the lord amen highly favored the bible says as soon as mary heard this greeting she was greatly troubled hey can you imagine that greatly troubled not greatly excited not thrilled but she was greatly trouble what kind of a greeting is this for mary who was used to know and understand the national history of israel knew that to be the object of god's favor is not a guarantee of smooth sailing in life how many of you know that to be an object of god's favor does not guarantee that you will have a smooth sailing in life many of us we want to have a smooth sailing in life and there's nothing wrong with it but the minute you fall in the favored list of god i want to tell you all hell will break loose against you because the most high's favor is on you but i want so want to assure you of the fact 
that if you are in the favored list of God, even though all hell will break loose against you, God will make sure that you will reach your destiny and your destination. Praise God. Maybe you're sitting in the house of God and you're going through a season where there is storm brewing against your life where you cannot see nothing but darkness in the horizon. I want to assure you, if you are the object of God's favor, that means God is with you. If that means, it means that you will reach your destiny. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, think about all those people who received favor from God. The Bible says, Noah found favor in the sight of God. Praise God. And so God gave him a task. An Herculean task. A task out of the world. A task that doesn't fit the plan of, plan of man. A task that doesn't even come anywhere in the mind of men. More than a century he preached. He preached and he worked. He was the the. the, it was the talk of the town. People joked about him, jeered him, laughed at him. He was what everybody made fun of him. But the Bible says, Noah found favor in the eyes of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Which would we prefer this morning? Do we prefer to be popular or do we prefer to be an object of God's favor? To become object of God's favor means at times you will have to stand against the onslaught. It means you might have to go against the flow. It means you will have to go against the trend. It means you will have to go against the popular thinking. It means you would not fit with the crowd. Praise God. Hallelujah. Check the life of Moses. He was favored. Forty years in the wilderness. Managing a group of people. Who continuously mumbled and murmured and grumbled against God. The favor of God was on Moses. Jeremiah was favored of God. But the Bible says that he became an issue for the people. They wanted to get rid of him. They found a spot for him. They put him in an abandoned well. The favor of God. No wonder Mary was startled and she was greatly troubled at the words that she heard from the angel. You who are highly favored. Praise God. This season, would you like to be known as one who is highly favored of God? Amen. Praise God. 
as we read this particular portion, there are many things that we can glean from this portion. And number one is that we realize that the unexpected intervention of God can reshape our lives. Praise God. Knowingly or unknowingly, all of our lives are programmed and planned. There is nothing wrong in planning and programming our lives. Our God is a meticulous planner. Nobody plans like God plans. The only issue is we don't understand his plannings. Praise God. Our lives are planned and programmed, but at times the intervention of God in our lives can reshape our lives. Praise God. Isn't that the beauty of Christian life? Do you remember the intervention of God in your life? I remember the intervention of God in my life. Praise God. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. Praise God. My first, in, my first encounter with him when God intervened in my life. Heaven came down and glory filled my soul. There is a new objective to life. There is a new direction to life. There is a new goal to life. There is a new dream to life. There is a new ambition because everything changes with Christ coming into our lives. Praise God. But then, then starts our program. As our program starts, God has a way of intervening. As he intervenes in our lives, he ruffles things up and reshapes our life. Praise God. The unexpected intervention of God in Mary's life Praise God. Reshaped her life. Reshaped her world. Reshaped the world that we know. Reshaped everything about humanity. Praise God. Look at the scripture. All throughout the scripture. You see the intervention of God. How it reshaped the lives of people. Praise God. The slave child became a prince. The prince became a shepherd. The shepherd became the prince of God. Praise God. The slave boy became a statesman. Praise God. An orphan girl becomes a queen. Why? God intervened in their lives. The fishermen became fishers of men. The persecutor of the gospel became the propagator of the gospel. Why? Because God intervened. Praise God. 
Do you remember in your personal life when God intervened? When God intervenes, he dispels darkness from our lives. When God intervenes, he breaks the bondages of our lives. When God intervenes, the shackles are broken. When God intervenes, the addictions are broken. When God intervenes, the strongholds are broken. When God intervenes, there is a healing. When God intervenes, there is hope rising from within us. When God intervenes, God puts back life together. Oh, the intervention of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. How can I not say the other side also? When God intervened, praise God. Nebuchadnezzar, who was a pompous man, became like an animal. When God intervened, Herod, who had raised his hands against the church of God, was eaten up by worms. When God intervened, praise God, we see that a king became a leper God intervenes. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. I want to linger on that positive side. What happens in our life when God intervenes. Praise God. What has happened in your life and in my life when God intervenes? Overnight, things began to change. Overnight, God begins to work in our lives. At times, when God intervenes, it is a process. At times, when God intervenes, it's a all of a sudden change. When God intervened, Saul became transformed as to the point that people marveled at the transformation. When God intervened, Saul in the New Testament changed so much that people could not believe him. God intervened. Praise God. At time when God intervenes, you cannot see the immediate change because God is working from the inside out. Praise God. If you are in the process of what God is doing for you, trust Him. Hold on to Him. Because God is intervening. Amen. He will reshape our lives when God intervenes. Hallelujah. In the Isle of Patmos... John was all by himself. There was an intervention. The silence was shattered. In that lonely island, as the silence was shattered, where nobody was around him, the resurrected Savior appeared to him in a form that he had never ever seen before. When John was in the Isle of Patmos, he could not forecast one moment when what's going to happen the next moment. But when God intervened, God showed him what will happen into the distant future. Isn't that beautiful? Praise God. Would you allow God to intervene in your life? Praise God. The unexpected the intervention of God 
can reshape our life. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. God uses ordinary people to do extraordinary things. Praise God. Amen. Throughout the history you look, God takes an ordinary fellow, he takes an ordinary girl, and they do extraordinary things for God. Praise God. What's the difference between ordinary and extraordinary? Tell me. What's the difference? What's the difference between ordinary and extraordinary? What's the difference? The extra is the difference. And do you know what that means? When God is with you, he gives you the extra shot that you need in your arm. When God is with you, he gives you the boldness that you need. When God is with you, he puts the anointing upon you to do the work that he has called you to do. When God is with you, you are able to do what you could not do till yesterday. Praise God. The ordinary becomes extraordinary. Praise God. Hallelujah. When God chooses to show up in our lives, in a way and in a method that he seems, which seems fit to him, an ordinary person will become an extraordinary person. Tell me somebody who was an ordinary fellow in the Bible that became extraordinary. Tell me. Who? David. Who else? Gideon. Joseph. Praise the Lord. They all were ordinary fellows in the sight of people, but the favor of God that came upon them made them extraordinary. Praise God. Are you seated here thinking that, hey, I'm just an ordinary fellow? If you are thinking that, you are right in thinking that. The last thing that we want to think is when we are ordinary to think that we are extraordinary. Oh my God, are we in trouble. Praise God. But if we linger in the presence of God and allow the favor of God to come upon us, the ordinary fellow, the natural fellow, the one who looks like a common guy, God can pick him up and make him extraordinary. Would you tell the Lord, Lord, I'm a candidate for that. Praise God. As the year is ending, as we are getting ready to step into a new year, would you tell the Lord, Lord, are you looking for somebody who wants to be extraordinary? I am a candidate. Ha! Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes, God uses people to do what? Extraordinary things. Praise God. Hallelujah. When we yield ourselves to him, that's what happened. And that's what Mary does. She yields herself to, to what? To God. 
Our world is full of distractions. There are noises that are constantly backing us and trying to grab our attention. In a world that is full of noise pollution, we need to fine-tune our ears to what God has to speak into our lives. Praise God. As God, give me that grace to realize and to prepare myself for the presence of God so that you can do not only a great work in me, but you can do a great work through me. Many of the times we are satisfied in becoming a vessel where God wants to do a great thing in us. But every time God does a great thing in you, it's because he wants to do a great thing through you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. The encounter, the intervention of God in the life of Mary teaches us that God never forces his will upon us. Praise God. God has a will for our lives. Praise God. When you read what the angel is telling Mary, step by step by step by step, he unfolds the plan of God. And tells Mary exactly what is going to happen. It sounds to the extent that Mary has no choice in this matter. But as we come to verse 38. Mary says. What does she say? What does it say? Be it done unto me. According to the word of God is an omnipotent God. He's an all-powerful God who can do whatever He desires. This morning we read the Psalm, Psalm 115. God is up in heaven and He does whatever He wants. But let me tell you, He will never Forces will on you. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and opens the door, I will come in and have fellowship with him. Praise God. Would Mary say yes or no. Praise God. The decision as it hangs in the balance, so does the destiny hangs in balance. Mary says, let it be so. Hey, as we are seated in the house of God, I want to ask you a question. After God speaking into your lives. After dropping his word into your spirit. And you've come to an understanding. What God's intention, 
purpose and desire and design concerning your life is. Do you know why it has not materialized? It is because you have not come to a point where you are saying, Lord, let it be so. Praise God. You hold a key in your hand that will propel, that will initiate the design of God concerning your life. God wanted to take the children of Israel out of slavery into the promised land. The design was clear. The purpose was made known. God got them out of the land of bondage. But they could not enter because they would not allow. Praise God. Do you know what the psalmist says? They limited the Holy One of Israel. What are you saying? Can mortal beings, limited beings, limit the unlimited one? Yes! You can if you do not trust in Him. If you do not, if you have an unbelieving, wicked heart, that's what the word of God says. They limited the Holy One of Israel through their unbelief, through their murmuring, through their grumbling. They limited the Holy One of Israel. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Please do note, she was not coerced into this decision. She was not forced into this decision. It was purely, simply, she said, Lord, let it be so. Praise God. Wow. God wants to do such a great thing in and through our lives. Are we available as a vessel that we say, Lord, so let it be. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, he has called us and he gives us opportunity in our lives, openings in our lives to do his purpose in our world that he has placed us. Like Mary, you and I don't have to do what Mary did. She had to give herself, her womb to the Lord to carry Jesus. Yet in a way, that's exactly what we are doing. Aren't we? We have opened our heart to him and we have allowed Christ to come into our lives. Christ coming into our lives is not enough. We have to take Christ into the life of others. Praise God. Isn't that what the message of Christmas is all about? He asks us, each and every one of us, 
to bring Christ into our world, into our universe. Your world might be your neighborhood that you are in. Your world might be the workplace that you are in. Your world might be the institution that you are studying in. That's the world God wants you to bring Christ into. But let me tell you, Christ will never force himself to live within you and to take you, take Christ into the lives of others. Praise God. Like Mary, we can say either yes or no. Praise God. God won't make you and me to do something that you and I does not want to do wholeheartedly. Praise God. The favor is bestowed upon us. Do you know why the favor is bestowed upon us? That divine favor comes upon our lives so that you and I can accomplish the very thing that God has called us out to be. We are the chosen ones. We have found favor with God. That's what Jesus came to do. Luke 4.19 goes like this. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind, to release the oppressed, to proclaim the ear of the Lord's favor. Praise God. In Christ, we have found favor with God. We have been adopted into his family and we have access to the throne room of God. Run into his presence and unload ourselves into his presence. That's a good place to be in. But the question is, would you allow the favor of God that is upon you to fulfill the task of God that God intends to do through your life. Praise God. Hallelujah. The divine intervention of God. The unexpected intervention of God in our lives will reshape our lives, will reshape our world, will reshape the dreams that you have. Praise God. God can use the ordinary to do extraordinary things in our lives. But remember, he will not force himself upon you. You and I have to come to a place where we trust him and say, so let it be. Praise God. This Christmas season, are you in a place where you can say, Lord, so let it be. All eyes closed. Every eye closed. Can you ask yourself this question? Praise God. As one who has received the favor of God in your life, as a child of God, would you tell him, Lord, so let it be. What does that mean? Whatever you plan to do through my life, so let it be. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. 
If you have never experienced the favor of God in a way that you have not allowed Christ into your life, this morning we want to tell you that God wants to unload His favor upon you. When Christ comes into your life, you are in favor with God. That's just the beginning. But when you start walking in obedience, when you yield yourself to the counsel of God, when you hear yourself, heed yourself to the voice of God, when you respond positively to the unexpected presence, intervention of God in your life, would you say yes or no? The choice is yours. Praise God. God doesn't guarantee a smooth sailing. But he says, I am with you. That means I'm going to make sure that you reach your destiny. How many of us this morning will make a decision saying, Lord, here I am. I am available. So let it be. I don't know what's in store tomorrow. But so let it be. Whatever you say. Whatever you desire. Whatever you design. So let it be. To my right. If you are saying. Lord so let it be. I want you to raise up your hands. Praise God. Anybody from the left side here. So let it be. Hands up. As you keep your hands up, we're going to pray. Father, Lord, take this outstretched arms, the arms that are lifted up to heaven towards you as a sign, as a token of their commitment and their testimony. So let it be. May your divine design May your divine purpose, may your divine direction, may your divine opening, may your divine guidance, may your divine blessings come upon them, Father, as they give themselves into your hands. So let it be. Let them become object of God's favor. Object of God's grace, object of God's goodness. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. God bless you all.